0: Hi, this is Jeff.
1: And this is Mariana.
0: And we're professional storytellers who love books.
1: Welcome to Fiction Friends.
0: Where we take a deep dive into the most popular fiction titles in all of literature.
1: From classic reads and old time favorites
0: to modern romance and contemporary thrillers.
1: Join us as we discover new ways to read, look at, and talk about books.
0: Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you stay up to date with every new release. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Fiction Friends. And it's been a while, Mariana. It's been a while since we've recorded an episode. And for uh, the benefit of our listeners, it's because we actually had somewhat of a natural disaster in our hometown of Cebu, where we're based. So and in Negros where Mariana it's based. Uh, it was Typhoon Odette and it disrupted a lot of things for a lot of people. Yeah. So it took us a while. You know, we had no electricity for like a few weeks. Yes. It took a lot longer for internet to stabilize. And yeah, but now we're back and rolling. We're gonna finish off season two with a bang. And we've got a guest for this Here. episode yes. to join us for this episode. Um, before we get to the book, we'll introduce our guest first, Miss Charm De Leon. <laughs> Yeah, so Hello. my fiance Charm De Leon, <gasps> aka Ready to Adult on YouTube. Yeah. So yeah, be, um, good connection with that. Charm, tell us who you are, what, what kind of do. content creator you are, you know, okay. stuff like that. Introduce yourself to our listeners.
2: Yes, yeah,
3: so hi everyone. I'm Charm De Leon. I make... YouTube videos talking about personal finance and adulting and I'm a content creator as well who <laughs> yeah so I'm a content creator as well but I'm very new to podcasts mm. and I read books but mostly self-help so mm. this is going to be interesting
0: <laughs> Yeah so uh we usually ask a question to our guests so I guess the question that we have for you now is
3: what are you currently reading? Yeah. Okay, so I was actually influenced by Fiction Friends. So I picked up House in the Cerulean Sea. Yeah, I TJ right? Klune. Yes, and I really liked your spoiler-free s- episode, uh, part of that episode. So it really uh, made me want to read the book. So I like I said earlier, I don't read a lot of fiction, yeah. but I'm halfway through the book and I'm really I enjoying. I think that's it.
0: Mariana's favorite book for season two so far. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Mariana's favorite. For se- so, it yeah. So might be mine also. I think last year. Yeah. All in all. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So thank you for joining us for. This episode, we're going to be talking about one of, well, I've always said that this is my favorite book of all time.
1: Jet's favorite
0: My favorite novel. book of all time. And it's Watchmen by Alan Moore.
2: Yes. Um,
0: if you want to get to know more about Charm, we'll list more details about her where you can find her in the show notes. Um, but yeah, so for now, let's get to the book review. And as is customary on Fiction Friends, <laughs> we usually have our guests uh, introduce the book, the book what yes. it's about the short spoiler-free summary. So Charm, take it away.
3: Okay, so Watchmen is a graphic novel set in the US, mostly in New York. The story follows a bunch of retired superheroes that were active in the 1940s and 60s and that their existence altered the history that we know today. So in this version of history, the US won the Vietnam War and the Watergate scandal was never revealed. In 1985, the US and Soviet Union are on the brink of World War III. While most superheroes are either working for the government or are outlawed, forcing them to retire, the story follows the personal development and moral struggle of superheroes Rorschach, Dr. Manhattan, the Night Owl, and others as they come out of retirement to deal with the murder of Edward Blake also known as a comedian, okay? That's also not a spoiler. because yeah. it's, like yeah. it's yeah. the first scene. Yeah. yeah, so he was also a state-sponsored superhero. So they're trying to figure out what happened to him. And yeah, that's basically what the book is all about. Right,
0: so if, for people who aren't familiar with Watchmen, I don't want you to think that this is going to be like the superhero stories that you're familiar yes. with it's yes. not like the avengers or batman or, Ma- yeah. or whatever <laughs> it's very different it's <laughs> a subversion from that genre um i'm very interested this is mariana's first time to read this book yes Yes. this is Trump's second it's time my to read this book time. i think i've read this book eight times um i love it that much we'll be getting into why it matters how many times you've read this book uh, throughout the review but maybe Mariana uh-huh. you want to start us off with your fresh thoughts as for the first sure. time reader okay.
1: Um, so I honestly would not in a million years pick up something like Watchmen yeah. because of the nature of the craft and I am not a huge fan of superhero but comics but you read graphic
0: novels I'll, yeah you read graphic although
1: novels. this is not as well it is somehow like a superhero it is yeah yeah, yeah in, in its way so the closest thing I've read So something like this is The Umbrella Academy.
0: Ah, yeah. Okay.
1: And my preference when it comes to graphic novels are Junji Ito's works, Archie, Peanuts, Nancy Drew, and the like. Mm. So this was really something very new to me. And I love how the premise was about masked vigilantes being hunted down by another assassin. And these heroes, because they were still called heroes. There were parts that they were still considered heroes. Yeah. Um, they are very raw and real and they committed very human sins since again they were not specifically heroes more like masked vigilantes so in this graphic novel since this is um a compilation there are breaks and are every breaks. time a chapter ends there are these articles commentaries that help support the story and they added depth and there were times I got annoyed by it because it would disrupt the momentum because Um, It's very... um, Thrilling. Thrilling. And then suddenly... Okay. Commentary. Anyway. So it took time for me to remember who was who.
2: Mm. But
1: throughout the course of reading it, you'd get the hang of it. I love how the novel incorporated history in it. And how, as mentioned, these mass vigilantes changed the course of history. Like the Vietnam War, the Watergate scandal, and the like. The timelines can be um, a little confusing at first.
0: Very very confusing. It jumps back and forth. Yes.
1: And especially when you do not get the gist of it yet. So, yeah. Well, most especially the part where a pirate shows up because it (laughs) just jumps sometimes. Because in this book, there is a comic within Within a comic. comic, And since superheroes were real-life characters, their comics were now about pirates. So the characters are very complex. One of them is even a sex icon back in her day. Mm. One of them is a utilitarian. And one has no moral gray area. We also have a godlike character here. But regardless of all that, this book put me back in a slump. I had to prolong finishing it. (laughs) I had to keep pushing it back solely because it was not my cup of tea. Perhaps right literature, but wrong time. Mm. Like There were scenes I wanted so badly to just skim because it was so agonizing having to read it especially the pirate comic. <laughs> so that was really something I did not like. Yeah. But the art in itself, the graphics, they were really really nice. I don't I hate describing things by nice, but yeah. I don't know. was no, amazing.
0: Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
1: the ending of this book is entirely up to you, very symbolic of a roshak test. Everyone has their own yeah. interpretation of the story. Yeah. I don't advise young readers to pick this up. As there are very violent scenes, sex and animal cruelty. So if you so if you have a kid, maybe supervise the kid, like adult supervision and all of that, guide them while they read this. But mm. yeah, at least it's something us adults can enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a book for adults. Yeah.
0: I want to touch on something that you said before we move on to charms, initial thoughts. Uh yes, there are breaks between chapters, and imagine. We got to read this book as it as a complete as a complete work. Yeah. yeah. So imagine being alive at the time that this comic was being published and having to wait months and months before you could get the what you know what happens next in the story. And yes, as Mariana mentioned, there is a comic within the comic. And I think partly why there is a comic within the comic is because Alan Moore wanted to inject as much story as he possibly could with within every yeah, edition. That makes sense. Because if you're having to wait months and months for the next edition to come out, then at least you're getting a whole lot of story with every edition. Yeah. Yes. Along with all the like, you know, the side stuff, like the in-between stuff, the the contextual yeah, the, pieces, the
1: commentaries. Yeah.
0: So. Um, it might be dragging to overwhelming, not dragging necessarily, overwhelming to take everything as a whole right now.
1: Yeah, because we read the uh, yeah, compilation. The com- complete, yeah, yeah
0: the, as a complete work. But I guess for the, at the time, it made sense to inject as much yes. of that content as possible. But we'll get more into that later. Charm, do you want to start with your initial yeah. thoughts?
3: Okay, so with mine. Like Mariana, I would not have picked this book up if it was me. But mm. I'm dating Jet. <laughs> We've been together for almost four dating years father. now. That so, you know, nice. he's my fiance, <laughs> yeah. and um he has a lot of influence, of course. And when I first read this book, I have to be honest, I was not a big DC fan. So I was a big Marvel fan. You know, the disparity Uh that like DC is quite dark.
0: Most mainstream comic book fans are Marvel fans. Yeah. Because of the movies. Not
3: even comic book. I'm not going to pretend. It's more of like the movie. Superhero fan. MCU. MCU. Sorry. So yeah, when I picked this up, I knew to expect the usual darkness that DC brings. And like Mariana, my experience with comic books are Nancy Drew and Archie. So I was like, what? Why is it like one of your favorite <laughs> graphic novels? And he was hyping it so much, so I had to know for myself, and that's why I read it um, yes. the second time now, which is for the podcast. So, oh, um, so it's your second time reading. It's my second time wow. reading, and I've actually become somewhat of a Watchmen fan. Yeah. Yes, I've re- I've seen the movies, yeah. the series. I've done a lot of. Fan fiction research and stuff yeah. like that. Like, she I, bought I, I, me the I'm prequels invested. also. Yeah, I've also gifted. But she Jets hasn't read the
0: prequels. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. So um I, I really love Watchmen uh off the bat. I'm gonna say that right now. Yes. The pacing was great, it wasn't too fast or too slow. The f- I mean the first scene was already a character <laughs> dying, right? <Yeah>. So <laughs> it gives you a great balance of action, dialogue, it also detours like what you said. There are also capsule stories inside um the graphic novel. And there are supplemental fictional documents that help us understand it yeah. more and help us feel like we were there and it was actually what happened in history. Like, there yes. were times, like, I could actually say that I got confused what actually happened in real life. <laughs> I had to research the history because, you know, with US history, I'm not familiar with some parts. Yeah. But they're, for me, opposite to Mariana, they weren't confusing. For me, they supplemented the story really Did well. Did you watch I the
0: movie before reading the book? No, I read it first. Okay.
3: I, I made sure to read it first, so they made everything else make more sense. And I wasn't really um, annoyed with the timeline jumps, or confused, or lost as well. I felt like it was fleshed out really, really well, especially with the pace. I was reading it. I was reading yes. it like slow, even though it's mostly pictures. Like it gives you a lot to look at in the graphics. That's yeah. why, like, I'm a very visual person. Mm. And I really appreciate all the hints and, like, uh, Easter eggs, details, and somewhat premonitions in the graphics. Mm. So, you can't just focus on just the words with yeah. this. Like, um, the visuals really, really complemented well with the writing. Yeah. So, it was easy it was an easy read in a sense that language and vocabulary was um very conversational, of course yeah. it's a comic. But it was hard to read because you feel like you have to read between the lines. Always. And yeah. you have to really take it in. It's very philosophical without trying too hard. Um not just because There are important things that you think you might miss, but there are also a lot of double meaning. And like I said, it's very philosophical. The characters were amazing. I feel like they were, I feel like they represent different ideologies, and whatever decisions and actions they did to the story fit within their character arcs. So I was. In summation, I'm in awe. Like every time I read this, I get goosebumps in some parts. And like reading it after, I really get so kilig. And it also kinda made me sad about society. <laughs> like again, it has that DC mm. like grimness. Because to social it.
0: relevance is very Yeah. This book is very social rel- Socially relevant. Socia- yeah, yeah. A
3: lot of those so, mm. it really makes me think. So, who do I recommend this to? I guess um, anyone above 15, 18? Yeah. Because like Mariana said, like there, it's not so much graphic as it is mature. Uh, I feel like there are so many mature Complex. things yeah. that you have to be at a certain age or a maturity level for you to understand more. And yeah, like what... Jet said, I think it's great for people who like history particularly, um, politics, maybe even superheroes, even yeah. though it's not your usual superhero yeah. story. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, so the thing about Watchmen is it's hard to appreciate it unless you have that background. Like what Charm said, you're gonna have to do research on what happened in US history. Why yeah. why is the Russian American feud so prominent? Uh, why uh, what are the issues surrounding the Vietnam War and, you know, all of that. But um, yeah, we'll get into the nitty gritties of it later. For now, uh, my initial review is I, I have to, I'm always r- nervous when I talk about Watchmen because this uh, despite the fact <laughs> that this is my number one favorite book of all time, it's it's a lot. It's it's a lot of a book. <laughs> yeah. It's very there's so much to complex. Unpack. It's very overwhelming. Um, there's a lot to unpack, yeah, as Charm says, and it can it can get overwhelming when you're trying to collect all your thoughts and communicate it in you know, whatever medium, be it writing or through a podcast like this. Uh, The writer himself, Alan Moore, uh, said that the book is designed to be read at least four or five times. That's because certain contextual clues, links, and allusions only become clear after multiple readings. So uh, upon first reading, uh, something that you might read, may not matter much to you or it may not make much sense or it doesn't have that much impact. But once, uh, this is, I mean, this is especially evident in the literary sections between chapters that look to provide context to the overall story. I can understand how these things might seem unnecessary to a first-time reader, but yeah. once you're reading it a second time and you know where the story is headed, you get a better appreciation for More, these yeah. pieces because I've personally read this book, I think, I've said I think around seven times already, and it's true. I'm still constantly finding new things to marvel at and be amazed by the short sell. I love this book. It's my favorite book of all time for a reason. I think it encompasses everything that I personally look for in a book character depth and development number one complex storylines and conflict plotting number two I mean the conflicts in this book there are a lot and they're they're so well done they're so well executed they're so well narrated um, social relevance of course I think any book that is deaf to uh, social issues or anything that's going on in society is, is it's not going to be as compelling um, but it has beautiful prose Alan Moore, as weird as he is, is a great writer. Like his prose is really good. Um, and as what Charm said, uh, as what Charm said, this book is consistently paced. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but the transitions in this book in between chapters and in between scenes are really, really, really good, especially in the comic medium. Like when they paint, a picture of one scene and then it transitions op- yes. to another scene and that then it's that happening somewhere else. Yeah. That tr- I don't know, it's hard to put it into words without spoiling it, but yeah. the transitions are amazing, amazing. Um, and most importantly, I think this is the best thing about Watchmen, it's a timeless book. Like, yes. um, its issues, yeah, it, it's, it's centered around the Vietnam War and the Cold War and all of that, but there's a timelessness to the themes of, you know, uh, Human nature and social issues. social issues, and uh, you know, the nature of politics and who gets power and who doesn't get power, and all of that. And it's these are all things that are still relevant today. Um, and I think that's the word that best describes Watchmen as a book. Central themes yeah. and messages that are communicated in Watchmen still hold true today. That's because the book touches on, as I've said, natural philosophical dilemmas that we're just inherently designed to grapple with as human beings, like existential existential thoughts yeah um what is the true nature of human beings how do you measure the moral value of your actions or decisions is it moral because um, it's inherently moral or is it moral because of how it turned out you know um, are we defined by what we do or are we more defined by what we believe as people these are just some of the examples of incredibly complex questions that watchmen doesn't necessarily support lie you the answers to but it adds layer of perspective to the matter and it does so through compelling storytelling and the prose of this book as I've said is beautiful Alan Moore who by the way is also the genius behind V for Vendetta I don't know if you've uh, he also wrote V for Vendetta and he also wrote uh, one of my favorite Batman graphic novel which is The Killing Joke. Charm has read The Killing Joke um, which served as the uh, the inspiration for the Dark Knight movie which is my favorite one Uh, Alan Moore has a lot to do with my favorite stuff I'm just realizing that now Um, yeah so it has some of the most beautiful quotes that I personally hold to memory like I can recite it from memory the quotes Mm -hmm. from this book and that's how much I love it Um, we'll get more into the quotes later to sum up my review, I think that one of the major achievements of Watchmen is that it also manages to produce characters who are so real in their flaws and vulnerabilities, despite the fact yes. that they're quote unquote superheroes. Like yeah. I know a Rorschach in my life. <laughs> I know a comedian in my life. I personally, on a personal level, I relate to Dr. Manhattan. Like I I I've met girls like Lori and Sally. They're accessible supers. They're the superheroes that they're like. Who can pass as everyday people. Which makes they, it yeah, all the more amazing. Yeah. So they resonate with you on a personal level because of how well they're written and how well they're developed. Um, with regards to who this book is for, this is where it gets tricky. I will say that I do understand that Watchmen is not for everyone. It's something that you it's not something that you just read once and then you immediately get it. It's not like, yeah, like this book is the best work of fiction ever. Like, no, I don't think anyone is smart enough to be able to say that Uh, i don't even think self-proclaimed bookworms of today's standards will like it and it's because it demands Mm -hmm. so much from the reader yet a lot of readers they approach reading books as a pure form of consumption so what i mean by that is they take and they take and they take from the book without giving anything back they don't give the book the kind of attention analysis energy and dissection that it deserves And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with being that kind of reader. Who am I to tell people how to enjoy the books that they read? I'm just saying that for the person like me who likes to form symbiotic relationships with the books that I read, wherein the reading process is a two-way street, wherein it's not just a one-sided communication, I genuinely believe that Watchmen is as good as it gets. And this is for the reader who wants to put a little more effort into their reading.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I would have to agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, for
0: someone
3: who obsesses yeah. and f- like fan girls, over something. Yeah, because like what yeah. you
0: did, you started yeah. researching about. And
3: I'm that type of person. Yeah. Right? when we watch like series or movies, yeah. that's why I don't want to get too invested because I know I'm gonna dig up like On everything it, yeah. about it. So it's for that type. Or stuff. I think it's
1: for readers who like to
3: repeat reading. You know yeah. how some readers want to read yeah. again and again. Yeah. 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 Also, so. like I know a lot of people reread The Alchemist over and over again. Yeah. I feel like this is very similar, but like I said yeah. earlier wherein I said that it it's not as obvious. This I was actually thinking of the Alchemist for mm, that. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So maybe we can get to the context surrounding the book um watchmen is actually in time magazine's 2010 list of 100 best novels over the past 100 years it's the only graphic novel to make that list um alan moore wrote watchmen with dc comics with the provision that he would own the rights to the characters once watchmen went out of circulation but because watchmen got so popular and the novel never went out of circulation (laughs) and Moore never got to own the rights to the characters he created and he got so upset about that that he has refused to work with DC for any sequels or prequels or any other kinds of projects related to Watchmen ever since there is a 2009 movie directed by Zack Snyder I think it's Zack Snyder's best movie um by the way, I don't know if you guys think the same. Um everything about that movie is faithful to the source material. Um yeah, except I've noticed. almost everything. Almost everything. There's a slight tweak in the end, but only in terms of style, but not really the content. Yeah. Like the content yeah. is still the same. Um
1: And it's so long.
0: It's really long, uh, <laughs> typical Zack Snyder, because of the slow-mo, a lot of slow-mo in the in the movie. Um everything about that movie uh I mean like if you're I wouldn't say that it's okay for you to watch the movie and not read the book. I still think you should read the book. but
3: Yeah. Watch the intro right now on
0: YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Just watch the intro, right? I think it's one of the most compelling intros. Yes, I agree. And the soundtrack, the movie soundtrack is really good. Um, Cinematography,
1: everything. Everything. Like yeah. the,
0: it has uh, Jimi Hendrix's All Along the Watchtower, Bob Dylan's The Times Are Changing, um, Hallelujah, by uh, Leonard Cohen plays during this one particular scene in the movie I I mean I don't know I just love the soundtrack of this movie it's so well thought out um, yeah watch the movie I watched the watch the intro on YouTube I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere it's it's amazing that whole montage with like the pop culture references um, uh, the historical and even the references and the other DC characters other references. DC characters are referenced in the, the intro also um, HBO also came out with a 2019 miniseries which effectively functioned as A canon sequel to the novel it's a sequel to the novel and
3: set in uh, the 21st century set in the 21st
0: century it was very good Jeremy Irons played an older version of Ozymandias he's Mm -hmm. very good in that Uh,
1: but did you like the series better than the film (laughs) it's it's Uh, own thing (laughs) I think yeah Uh, but if you were to pick
0: I I would I don't know that's so hard I think the series is better done
1: better done okay we well, had more time no i would,
0: no. I'm sorry I would say the series is better received by the fans in uh, general
1: but is it like very um, is it similar to the movie because I haven't it seen the series I've doesn't, only seen the it's a different it's a new story it's a new story, it's a new story, it's a new story. with new so characters it's a, yeah. yeah
0: there are new characters but because, because it's like
1: incorporated.
3: forty years
1: yeah. after. It's, it ah, happened okay. like
0: it's a modern day, like life after the Watchmen. Yeah, okay. That that happened in the books. So it's very it's, interesting. It's very compelling because it it stays true to the whole Watchmen style of storytelling where it's socially relevant. Yeah, I was just gonna it's say it's philosophical. It proves
3: that it's still relevant. Yeah, yeah. forty it, years after they still struggle with the same things. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I I recommend it. Like it. There are only a few episodes on HBO right now that you can. Watch. I don't know if they're coming out with the season two, but yeah. I really love it. Um, there are also a bunch of prequel comics called Before Watchmen. I have read some of them, and they are they're a little interesting. They're 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 essentially the origin stories of the Watchmen character. So yes, or Rorschach, even the Minutemen, they get their own storylines. They're the the older the batch of Watchmen. Gang. Yeah. Um, I haven't been updated on the latest DC canon, but I know that the Watchmen are now a huge part of that canon. Um, yeah. Most notably, Doctor Manhattan is interacting with superheroes like Batman and Superman in current DC canon.
3: But they didn't used to be. Like I, I yeah, was so shocked when I saw the movie and read the novel yeah. that why is this not famous? Like yeah. why yeah. is it always just Batman and Superman? Like this is great. Like but I was really yeah. asking
2: that.
0: Yeah, because yeah, that's. It's it's such a departure from a lot of people follow. say a lot of people say well a lot of critics said at the time that Watchmen was a departure from the superhero comics yeah. that yeah. everyone was used it's to the right? anti- it, it, it ushered anti- in a new <laughs> age of superhero storytelling
3: yeah. yeah. cuz it's a long break from the 2009 movie yeah. to the 2019
0: series yeah. um But yeah, um, I haven't read enough of the current comics to be able to give an informed opinion of it. But yeah, that's essentially all of the context around um, Watchmen. And I don't know, I just really love this book. (sighs) Uh, I think... Oh, wait. There's a question I want to ask you guys before, maybe before we head into the break um, for our spoiler-free section. Would this book still work as not a graphic novel if it was just pure words?
3: Personally, for me... no, it it wouldn't work as much because like I said earlier, okay. the visuals played a huge role on my on how I appreciated how the it, yeah. story and the 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 book in general yeah. and like mariana I kind of found the supplemental fictional documents like Hollis's book
0: annoying not annoying <laughs>
3: but I didn't enjoy it as much okay. yeah. yeah so
0: yeah how I would about have you? to be yeah you have, have to yeah, I have, have
1: to, to be, be with charms on this one like if it was not the graphic novel I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much because I really like more than anything more the than art, the story even yeah I really like the the graphics yeah the, yeah the drawings how yeah. they were drawn like yeah. how they how they would um, the colors
0: are very different yes, from yes. typical yes and then
1: the... there were um very nice color palettes yeah depending yes. on the scene yes because I, I can't I can't say this first because this is not like this is a spoiler, but um, there are scenes that are very... It would be weird to say properly drawn. Like, they were drawn really nicely that they really encapsulated like the whole... Like realism thingy. Yeah, like yeah. they really encapsulated the whole scene. And you would scene. have to yeah. be so...
3: Like, your imagination has to work harder yeah. if yeah. it wasn't a graphic novel. Yeah, exactly. If it's so visual, yeah. the storytelling.
1: Yeah, and then there were drawings that would make you gasp even. Like, there yeah. was a scene... That made me gasp. Yeah. So I feel like it was really important. The yeah. noise were just yeah. as yeah. important.
0: Uh, by the way, uh, so the gra- Watchmen, when it first came out, I think it was the first R-rated superhero movie. Uh, Zack Snyder's Watchmen. Mm. Because there was no way he would be able to do justice to Watchmen without making it R-rated yeah. with yeah. all the graphic... Well, the graphic... Yeah. Yeah, graphic. nature. And I think... Uh, another tidbit Watchmen the graphic novel I think it's the first of its kind to use the nine nine segments nine pa- panel yeah nine panel yeah. format in comic books so they were mm. Alan Al, 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 yeah. Al Moore and Dave Gibbons were very adamant about that so um, yeah it, this book is a revolutionary graphic novel not just a graphic novel like a novel in general for many reasons I personally think you're right the, the art style does add to The overall allure of Watchmen and it wouldn't be the same experience but I think it would still work. Also I
3: want to add like symmetry is such a big part of the story so I feel like it was fleshed out even more by being a graphic novel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's true. Okay. So I guess that does it for our spoiler-free portion of the podcast. We'll take a break and then we'll be right back. And that concludes the spoiler-free portion of the episode. If you do plan on reading the book, please feel free to come back and join us in the conversation in the second part of this episode. We'll be right back.
1: We're back. Hello, so we're back for the second yeah. part of our um, of this episode we will be talking about the quotes our favorite scenes favorite characters and
0: symbolisms maybe also we can, we can get delve deeper into the metaphors of this book because there are a lot yes Yeah. Definitely. and so what
3: we didn't like about this book and <laughs> what we didn't
0: like yeah we can get into <laughs> if, like, if we have net <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any I already
1: spoiled <laughs> my net
0: so. yeah no no we'll get into that later yeah. um so Fam- who wants to start with a quote? I'll start. Okay. I don't know. I, I think I think we're allowed to play the audio from the movie. Okay. I'll just play the audio from the movie. It's the yeah. it's the the joke. The I heard, I heard a joke, joke once. once. Man goes. To-
2: Man goes to doctor. Says he's depressed. Life seems harsh. And cruel. Says he feels all alone in threatening world. Doctor says treatment is simple. The great clown. Poliacchi is in town. Go see him. Let him pick you up. Man bursts into tears. But doctor, he says, "I am Poliachy."
0: Good joke. I love that. I love that line. Uh, it's. It was such a. Well, for me, it was like such a cool thing to read it for the first time. And then when Robin Williams died, a lot of people started using this quote. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that that took a very, very dark turn. I don't know. I think I really like this quote because of the way that it was delivered in the movie. The, the Rorschach actor, I don't know his name. Sorry, that's Casey. But he, he delivered that line so well. It's a good representation of how grim Watchmen is. Yeah. Right? And maybe we can get more into that later. Charm, I you want to you share your quote?
3: I think I have a lot of grim quotes, actually. Yeah. But let's start with the the title. Who watches the Watchmen? Mm. I really—it's—it's so—it's such a short, um, yeah. quote, but it's very
0: thought-provoking.
3: Yes, it's very thought-provoking, and it encapsulates the entire book.
0: Yeah, I have a book called Who Watches the Watchmen.
3: Mm. Oh
1: yeah,
0: and it's a
1: graphic novel. Still,
0: it's—it's it's a book that depicts how Watchmen was made. Yeah. So it shows us like the early versions of the drawings and the art style oh. and like the you know the, the insider making, thoughts. The, yeah, scenes. it's essentially the making of Watchmen. Okay. And then it's actually the most expensive book that I own. <laughs> uh, I promised I would shout out my best friend Robbie. He also loves this book. It's his best. It's his favorite book. He was with me when I bought the 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 Watchmen book. How and old
1: were you when you bought it, uh, or when you first started reading? I think I
0: was seventeen. 18 oh, or 17 okay. or 18. Yeah, yeah. That was so a long time ago. long time ago. More than ten years ago. Yeah.
3: Really? Yeah. yeah. So that's my first quote. Very starting yeah, and very simple. The Maybe I can add one more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's from chapter four when Padena spoilers no. Hold on. Yeah.
0: Um, I I wanna say something about your quote also. Okay. Cause that's actually though the entire the term watchman is a reference to JFK's quote, John F. Kennedy. He has a coach like we more than any anyone else at any other time in history. I, I may be butchering the quote, but I think this is what it is. We more than any anyone else at any other time in history are the watchmen on the walls of freedom. Mm. So yeah. he says, like it's society's job to safeguard freedom yeah. at yeah. all costs. But Alan Moore turns that quote on its head by saying, okay, if you're the watchman, then who's watching you? Yeah. Right.
3: So like I said earlier, I really like this because it's about accountability. Yeah. For people who are in power, yeah. because we have this notion where and leaders and people who get the are upper say. management, top management people, yeah. they get the final say, yeah. and we're Everything, just yeah. we're just servants who need to do it blindly. blindly. Yeah. yeah, so that's why th- I really like this yeah. one.
0: Okay, next.
3: Yeah so the next one is from chapter 4 when Man- Mr Man- uh, Dr Manhattan oh, No
0: okay was fine in that's Mars. one of mine probably
3: Um there's a lot of great quotes there like yeah. quotable quotes yeah. but one of it is all we ever see of stars are their old photographs. Yeah. So again, it's very double meaning. Yeah. You can take it the literal sense. You can take it like the science route or yeah. and you know, literally we see stars they are like years behind. Already. They might even
0: be dead already. Yeah. They might the be stars. even dead already.
3: Yeah. And then, the la- another is like, you know, sometimes we appreciate things um, for what they used to be. For what they used yeah. to be. Yeah. And then, um or sometimes we appreciate things bu- after they're gone. Yeah. Yes. So, there's, like, again, I th- so many versions. <laughs> very symbolic. So, like, powers. Powers. It's very yeah. symbolic. so uh, I really like that.
0: And this book is filled with many lines that are like that. Yes. That really force you to think. And I think that's why this book is very exhausting.
2: Very, yeah.
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> also.
1: yeah.
0: Um, Mariana, you want to say one before we get, go back to me?
1: Um. Yeah, I only have one quote. For this one, and it's when um he was the doctor of Rorschach when yeah. he went to jail. Yeah,
0: the therapist guy. The therapist,
1: yeah. yeah. And well, this is um, a quote from him. The horror is this: in the end, it is simply a picture of empty, meaningless blackness. We are alone. There is nothing else. <laughs>
3: And I, I like that it's it really grim, grim and it's so bleak <laughs> all of yeah, the, but like, all you know it's true
0: <laughs> yeah yeah Oh man, I, I have to say that again i i mentioned this off the air but that entire subplot with the therapist and yeah. rorschach i, I love that i loved it yeah and, i
1: really like that also and
0: how he he was there at the end this the therapist remember uh it, when the alien appeared yeah he yeah, was, yeah he was part of the crowd
1: but like, and i wife. like how um because of that at first, I told you that chapter four was my favorite. Yeah. With chapter four was Doctor Manhattan. John. Yeah, Doctor yeah. Manhattan, right? The, uh, yeah. So when I read that, the part with the therapist, I was like, um, okay, it's this better. It, yeah.
0: Because you get so so, I think you're more of a Rorschach and kind a of girl than a Doctor Manhattan uh, by hearing <sighs> that. Well, okay, we'll see, we'll see. I don't
1: know. What okay. I really like. I really. Okay, Doctor I mean, Manhattan's my favorite. Oh really? Okay,
0: we'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. Um, all of the quotes that we mentioned are kind of bleak so far so <laughs> yeah. I, 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 this is my this is one of the quotes I can recite in my memory um, we gaze continually at the world as it grows dull in our perceptions yet seen from another's vantage point as if new it may still take the breath away come dry your eyes for your for your life rarer than a quark and unpredictable beyond the dreams of Heisenberg and I love that line that the, uh, dr Manhattan utters to Lori. <laughs> I it it's in connection to that whole monologue development that he goes through. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that monologue that he goes through when he understands that miracles do exist in people.
3: That's actually one of my favorite quotes. The monologue or the quote right before. Yeah. What, yeah. Just said. what did he say? So he said that, he was talking about thermodynamic yeah. miracles. Yeah. The, the miracles. Yeah. yeah, and then he said, the world is so full of people, so crowded with these miracles that they became, uh, they become commonplace and we forget. Yeah. I forget. We gaze continually at the world and it, it grows dull, dull in, in our, our perceptions. perceptions. Oh. Yet seen from another's <laughs> vantage point, as if new, it may still take our breath away. Yeah. So yeah, yes. it's a continuation. I love that whole thing yeah yeah. That, yeah that
0: that that was such a that's one of the scenes that like i rarely have these like eye-opening uh moments when i read books or a lot of the time i find these kinds of scenes really sappy or corny but this yeah. is so well done
3: this is like the well-written version of appreciate things around you. Or, like, <laughs> or, don't, you take know, or don't take anything for granted. Don't take anything for granted. Yeah, yeah I
0: think. Well, It's the smarter way of saying that you're a miracle. Your existence is a miracle. And like I love how they're able, that whole character development of bringing Dr. Manhattan, a guy who's so distant from humanity and the world that we live in. The world that we live in as human beings right now, it's everything to us because it's our home. But to, to Dr. Manhattan, it's just one of the worlds that inhabit the entire the entire universe. Yeah. And um for him to go from 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 thinking like that to admitting that human beings are miracles, it's it's amazing. I I, I really love that line. Yeah, because
3: what we get from Dr. Manhattan the whole time is that we're not that important. Yeah. yeah. You're not the main character. Yeah. Like you're just like a speck in the universe. In the universe yes. But yes. then in this scene, like he actually acknowledged.
0: Yeah, you're a very important speck. Yeah, yeah. I have another quote from Dr. Manhattan where he says uh when he's explaining to Laurie the because Lori throughout the whole book, she's trying to she's trying to act on our behalf, wherein she's trying to question Dr. Manhattan's understanding of time. Because mm. apparently Dr. Manhattan understands time on a level that's so different from
1: from normal people. Yeah,
0: from us. From it's like
1: a, parallel, yes, but also everything's happening
0: at the same time. Yeah. And so Lori tries to question this a lot every time they talk. And then um, I think she finally gives up and then she asks him something along the lines of like, so what? Are we all just like destined or to do whatever you predict us to do or something like that? Are we all just puppets? And then Dr. Manhattan says, we're all puppets, Lori. I'm just a puppet who can, can see, see the, the strings. strings. Oh my God. That's <laughs> such a good line. <laughs> right? That. Yeah, I fucking, I fucking yeah. love that line. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mariana, you have something else?
1: No. Um, If you don't have anything else, we can proceed to...
3: The scenes. I have two more.
1: Okay, go oh, ahead. More? I also okay. have one more. I also have yeah. one more.
3: Okay, so I'll go next. Okay, so this is this, the same scene where Mariana said earlier about Rorschach and the therapist or the doctor. Rorschach said, we live our lives lacking anything better to do. device reason later, born from oblivion born from oblivion, bear children, hell-bound as ourselves, <laughs> go into oblivion, there is nothing else. So, it's so bleak. I think
0: Rorschach has the bleakest lines. Yes, yeah. yeah. yes.
3: Definitely, yes. Because,
0: of because of everything that he is. To, yeah, everything yeah. that happened to
3: him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is so... This really made me think about my life. And I know it's dark, it's bleak, but also... It, it's a simplification of what happens during a course of a human's life. Yeah. 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 So...
0: I have it, one more and then we can go back to you for the last one. Okay. There's, there's this really popular quote from the Dark Knight movie wherein um, I think it's, uh, it's either you die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. But there's actually a quote from Watchmen which I think that that quote is inspired from. And the quote in Watchmen says, As I see it, part of the art of being a hero is knowing when you don't need to be one anymore and
3: that's from Hollis yes and then
0: again it works on on many levels but uh, the way I interpreted it is like a lot of people who establish themselves as leaders especially nowadays like they always they it's not always but there's a tendency to feed the ego and say that I am necessary like my leadership is necessary and it's always going to be necessary but but they're missing the point because the goal of a leader is to make themselves unnecessary. Right? The goal like the yeah. role of government is to create a society that's so well functioning, that's so that's so full of peace and order and all of that, so that the government doesn't have to exist anymore.
3: Like what George Washington said yes. when he stepped down. Yeah, like yes. when you
0: become obsolete. Like you so uh, this is a concept that was also introduced by Henry David Thoreau in his book *Civil Disobedience*, where he talks about how governments often see themselves as expedient facets of society, when in fact they should be inexpedient. So yeah, um, I, I I love that line. It's I, it's it that's, it's also uh, it's also a commentary on superhero narratives, stories that were done at the time, where like why aren't superhero stories never ending? It's because they never really achieve everything that they sell out to achieve it's because yeah. there's always going to be a bad guy and they're just going to have to keep on making themselves necessary and yeah, yeah it's, being the hero yeah. yeah okay you can go to your last quote
3: okay so my last quote is um towards the end of Black Freighter so Black mm. Freighter is the title of the comic within the comic if you if you missed that so it's uh, on chapter 11 how had I reached this appalling position with love only love as my guide yeah I really love that because it shows that even with the best intentions, yes. Yes. it doesn't mean that you're doing something good, right? Because yeah. in the comic, he ended up killing hurting his family, his wife, because he thought that he was saving them. Yeah. So there's a lot of situations again in society where and we do things because we think they're right. Yeah. But if we step back and think about it, really, who are we mm. serving? Mm. Yes. What are our intentions? I want to
0: so. touch more on that because the Black Freighter is a very polarizing part of Watchmen because like what Mariana <laughs> mentioned, she she hates it. Yeah. She hates it. I also didn't get it. It took me a while to figure out what it was really about. Um, And I think like, I don't know if my interpretation is going to be right but I think the Black Freighter is essentially a representation of Ozymandias or Ad- Adrian Wy um wherein like yeah, what, like what char mentioned yeah I, I have noble intentions I I see a looming danger that's metaphysical certitude it's going to happen like everyone's going to die I have to try my best to save everyone yeah and in the process he ends up spoiler alert killing everyone yeah yes right so so I think this quote yeah. sums up the that one perfectly yeah
3: Black Freighter perfectly
0: yeah uh, so that Black Freighter thing Um, it's actually you won't, if you watch the original theatrical release of Watchmen the movie Black Freighter scenes are not there they added it a few years after the theatrical release in the ultimate edition of Watchmen and the pirate's actually voiced by Gerard Butler, yeah. who Zack Snyder worked with on 300, the movie 300.
3: Yeah. And it's even grimmer than Watchmen itself. It the is. Yeah,
0: it's actually, yeah. it is. Yeah. It, 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 it Especially is. the boat scene. So yeah. dark. Like yeah. using his shock. crewmates as yeah. a raft. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> so gory.
0: Yeah. Okay. And maybe we're already starting to talk about our favorite moments from the book. Um, maybe we can just move into there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll start it off. Chapter four of Watchmen is my favorite chapter of any book ever. I love that Doctor Manhattan time jump from talking about the present to the future to the past, and then to the, like it. It can like you would think that you would be confused reading that, but I never found myself feeling confused, even the first time I read it. It all felt so naturally flow. Like the flow was so naturally written <laughs> to me. I don't know, Mariana, what was your no, because that's my
1: favorite also. Yeah. When, when we're speaking of chapters, that was my favorite chapter because yeah. I finally, I wasn't confused because I finally felt clarity when I right. reached chapter right? four. I was like, okay, finally something I could understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's like, weird because the start. Yeah. It, like by
0: design, you would think it would confuse you because exactly. of the fact that it's jumping from one timeline to yeah. another.
1: But then it was the most clear yeah i would have to say yeah
0: they did th- the movie version was also very good the way that they did it in the movie yeah yeah and they did it in the series remember yeah. they did it in the Fair series lot. also i
1: don't know what it's a movie but i didn't really like how he had a glow <laughs> like i really found it very like annoying like
3: they could have just like not made, made him blue the glow, but.
1: <laughs>
0: like like the, the, yeah. Uh, the yeah, yeah yeah the outline that glowing outline yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: so I really like that chapter also because it's where they played around with time a lot. Yes. Time is also one of the more relevant yeah. um, the features. The Doomsday Clock. Yes. Yeah, Doomsday Clock, Watchmen. Watchmen. The, the literally the literal watch, watch yeah. that um Dr. The, Manhattan's dad, dad yeah. that's his profession, fixing watches. Watch yeah. And like, you know... Time is a really evident thing in this book, and it was really fleshed out in yeah. that chapter. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, t- I, I don't know. It's it's so hard to put the chapter into words it because it's so confusing. He spent just snippets of time between each timeline, just so you get a little taste of it, and then he brings you at another timeline to get you give you a taste of that. And oh man, that was I I I I got goosebumps with that chapter. <laughs> Yeah. So Mariana, you wanna you wanna talk about yours?
1: The scenes that I'm gonna speak about are not necessarily like the best chapters. It's more of like the most um appealing one. Like like that makes your jaw drop. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah like, go ahead. So um there's this scene in chapter chapter eight. Um so it's so aesthetic. It was when Dan and Laurie were finally gonna do the dirty.
0: In the in the <laughs> was it this in the in the ship? They were in the ship? Or was this the ship first time that they tried?
1: No, no, no. Not the first time. Okay, yeah. That's in the ship. They're in the ship. Yeah, they're in the ship. Yeah, okay, so... Movies. The color scheme was really supreme. There yeah. are shades of violet and a bit of teal and yeah. pale yellow. And yeah. it's just really beautiful. Yeah. Like, it's like one scene without words. And it's really nice. I wish, I wish we could... Sh- you know, I wish I could show you how nice yeah. it is. And... We'll the post next, Instagram you know, story. ironically,
0: yeah! I, ironically enough, this is not this is an opinion that the fandom does not share with me, huh? But I think that sex scene is my favorite sex scene in any movie, in Watchmen, the, really? the Watchmen movie. Do you remember? Yeah. They they played it against Hallelujah, yeah, Leonard hallelujah. Cohen's oh, Hallelujah, and the background was, so was playing. It was
3: so controversial. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And
0: yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it was the music because Hallelujah is also one of my favorite songs, but like, oh man, that was that that scene, like both in the comic and in the movie, I think are really well done. And it's it's a good representation of Dan's character. Yeah. That that scene. So maybe we can try to unpack I think that.
3: You can tell also Mariana's an artist. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> oh, because yeah, I'm picking it based
1: on, on the drawings.
0: <laughs> but that scene's also important yeah. for Dan's character because it's we all know like in the earlier parts, he tries to do it with Lori, but he can't get yeah, it can to... Yeah, get it up. He can't get it yeah. up. Yeah. And it's only after that scene that he does because...
1: They're in costumes. No. Yeah. Well, they because they're in costumes, to, but also
0: because they had just rescued the people they had in, from had come out, the out fire. of retirement. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like Dan ties who he is to Night Owl more than yeah, Dan. more than himself. Right? So like he feels Similar his most Rorschach. alive... As when, as, as, a super, as as Night Owl, yeah, yeah like what Rorschach, like yeah. so everything that Rorschach has been telling him is true. Like, yeah, you're 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 hiding in plain sight. I mean Dan's character. I think we have to. We on everyone is an agreement with me. Like he's very boring at the start. Like he's the most boring out of all Artists, yeah. out of all the characters. But then after that scene, it's like Dan suddenly starts getting interesting. Like he starts fighting people a lot. Like he he got really mad when Hollis died right remember all of that like uh, he starts taking matters into his own uh, hands as night owl and yeah that's i think that's the scene that signified that shift in darren's character yeah yeah so mariana
1: um i still have another scene it was when um dr manhattan brings Lori back to where he lives like
0: which one which part um
1: it's in chapter nine the darkness of near being
0: in mars was this on mars yeah yeah like,
1: and then he forgot to give Laurie <laughs> oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really... Hilarious. I, I love how L- the ship was drawn. These things slipped
0: me. I think that's what he said. Sorry. Yeah, it slipped. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, something like that, yeah. So it's I funny. really
1: love how the how the ship was drawn. Or is it a sandcastle? Yeah, like it's, a sandcastle. it's like a yeah. Yeah,
0: land formation. Yeah. Something like that.
1: So it was... It, the colors are very vibrant. The graphics... Is, actually, the, the graphics... But I, I It's so similar to... Captain Planet, do you remember the, yeah. that? <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, very colorful, essentially. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I really, really loved that scene, and the last one would probably be a stronger, loving world. Remember when? Oh my god, this is this is so dark. But like, I also love the scene where a million New Yorkers died. Like the bodies that piled up was <laughs> yeah. very With nicely a squid. drawn With when a they squid. went yes. back to it, the yeah. city. Yeah. It yeah. made my jaw drop. Like when I, when I, when I first saw that chapter, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Like it's, it's really nice. It's yeah. so detailed. Yes. Yeah. Like it really like embodies, the massacre. Yeah. You know. It's
0: it, you didn't finish the movie, right?
1: No, that's why. That's in why. In the I'm,
0: movie, it's not a squid. Aye. In the movie, it's uh, nuclear bombs. bombs. Nuclear bombs uh, instead.
3: To make it look. like... Okay,
0: so I, I want to ask Charm. Do you prefer the squid or the bomb?
3: I actually prefer the bomb.
0: You prefer the bomb. Yeah, it's no, more.
3: It's it, it, less it, cartoony. <laughs> yeah, that also because okay, in the in the book it was made to look like aliens attacked Earth. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be the reason why um, the countries would drop the war and unite unite against a common any ex- extraterrestrial enemy. Yeah. In the Movies. movie, Doctor Manhattan it's was made
2: responsible.
0: framed. Yeah.
3: To be the one responsible for a nuclear bomb because he w- had the abilities yeah. to Manipulate. just you know yeah. snap his finger and then boom. So it made more sense because to make, to they to turn him into like a they, martyr or something. Yeah, and yeah. they stayed within the characters. Yeah. It was. Um, I felt like in the book the whole part are about the writers and artists that were kidnapped kept in an island mm,
0: stuff were yeah,
3: kind yeah, yeah. of useless. Like, yeah. I didn't really but find it, them...
0: Yeah, I think... No, it wasn't useless. I think he placed it there as foreshadowing. Y- yes, yeah. yes, I guess. Yeah, but it, there's the purpose to I it. I think
3: there were already a lot of foreshad- foreshadowing yeah. anyways. Yeah. Like, the Institute of Extraterrestrial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah there. Yeah. Where the newsstand is. So... Um, yeah, I like the movie version more, yeah. actually. And that's o- That's only the time where I respect changing
0: Source an material. ending. Yeah. yeah,
3: I remember...
0: But in essence, it's the kind of the same.
3: Yeah, in, in essence, essence, it's kind yeah. of the same. I remember, and I think people will think I, I'm so weird, but it's similar to when I read Devil Wears Prada. Okay. <laughs> the, they also changed the ending, and uh, I respected the movie more than the book. So yeah, Chiclet, okay. but yeah, I used to read <laughs> a lot of Chiclet in high school. Yeah.
0: Do you have anything else? I yeah. I, I wanna bring up Doctor Manhattan's symbol, um, which my I hate my best friend for. Yeah, you, you already know this one. Yeah. So Doctor Manhattan's symbol, it's on his forehead. So they try to give him a logo, right, to make him to give him branding. A superhero. Do you remember branding. what the logo looks like, Mariana? So it's like a circle with uh with a circle in the middle
2: and, a dot and, and like, then a dot on top. Yeah.
0: So that's actually the symbol for hydrogen. And okay. When they when when Doctor Manhattan gives himself that logo, he says, "If I am to have a symbol, that shall be one I respect." respect you know, yeah, that's the line that he says. And the reason why hydrogen is uh the hydrogen symbol is one that he respects is because hydrogen is what it's the simplest element on the periodic table of elements. Yeah. Its atomic number one. is one, right? It's only made of one yeah. atomic number. But it's also the a element bomb. that's used to create bombs. Yes. So essentially, what hydrogen symbolizes is something as simple. As even the simplest element in the world is capable right. of so much destruction. Yes. And th- that I, when I realized that, it just completely blew my mind. Like the like it wasn't explained in the book. Like it's something you have to research. It's something you have to under. You have to like do supplemental research to try to understand. And that when I re- when I realized that, that's when it that's when my perspective of watching shifted because I was like, yeah. this book is so much more than I thought. And so I read it again and again and again and again. Um, and the reason why I hate my best friend for this is because I have always been telling him that if I'm going to get a tattoo, that's <laughs> the tattoo that I'm going to get. And he got one on his forearm before I could get the chance. So now I can't get it or else we look like idiots and we both have the same tattoo.
3: <laughs> best friend tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Masking? his best friend?
0: It's my, fr- my best friend Robby. The guy ah, I mentioned, the, yeah. the guy you... Yeah, he's, he'll, he, I told him he'll be in this episode. So he's probably listening. <laughs> oh, yeah. I uh, also
3: have an show. Okay, I have a lighter favorite moment. Okay, so ahead. this is at the first chapter and yeah. it's not like it's not so deep. Yeah. It's just that okay, I'm gonna try to narrate it. So the detectives who um the detectives who investigated the death of oh, a
2: yeah. comedian, um, comedian
3: and, yeah. right rode an elevator and the elevator attend, attend Okay, and then the elevator attendant asked, what floor you want? And they said, distracted, uh, ground floor, please. Attendant said, ground floor coming up. And that line <laughs> had the scene of the comedian f- being thrown out of the window. Yeah. So that was three pages in, but it really shows you how good the book how is much about. Detail. Yes, yeah. and how much details and also in terms of combining written and visual, telling. oh yeah, so yeah. they really work
0: together. Jet
3: mentioned earlier, wherein there are so many transitions. Um, transitions. Wherein they're still talking about, they're still talking in one scene, but another scene is already taking place. Taking place, yeah. but it makes sense for the dialogue. Visually also, visually also. Yeah. So that's like I get goosebumps every time that yeah. happens, and it yeah. happens a lot in yeah. the book. Yeah, so
0: like I mean, like. You think it happens once and then you get like, oh, wow, it's really cool. And then it or happens again. Or you think again. it's a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it happens again. And then you're like, the amount so of work. Yeah, yeah. The amount of work they put into creating these kinds of transitions. It's like, who pays attention to stuff like that? Yeah. Right? Like, oh my God, amazing. Genius. Um, Yeah. So I actually, a lot, a lot of my moments were also talked about by Mariana. I love the Dan Laurie sex scene also. Um, as I've said, <laughs> um, I love the psychology scene with Rorschach. Maybe we can delve deeper into our favorite characters now? Or do you have any other moments you want to talk about?
3: I have one more. Okay, one go ahead.
0: After. Go ahead, uh, go ahead.
3: Okay, I have one more. This is in chapter 11 where in, you know, the villain, quote-unquote, um, Ozymandias reveals his plan. Is he a villain? Well, yeah, that's why. <laughs> quote-unquote. Quote yeah. um, the reason why I said quote-unquote is because, you know, even if he's, um okay the reason why I really like this part is because it really mirrors the trolley problem which is yeah.
0: a philosophical philosophical moral experiment dilemma. Yeah.
3: moral dilemma and yeah exactly it it drives that conversation is he the villain for yeah. killing what 3 million yeah. New Yorkers yeah. or did he just save us from more destruction yeah. so yeah.
0: This is I sorry. That. I don't know that. Um, this is just another example of how much it's so weird because Alan Moore works so much in the comic book world, but he hates the comic book world a lot because he he creates satire of it. So like in 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 the final scene, uh, as you said, Vite or Mandias is explaining his final, you know, his evil plan <laughs> to the heroes as they arrive. And then they're like, no, we're going to stop you. And yeah. then and then <laughs> Ozzy's like, what do you think I'm going to give you a chance to even stop me? I pulled yeah. the trigger like... 30 minutes ago or something yeah, like that he yeah, yeah. So really said yeah.
3: like do you think I'm some cheesy villain yeah <laughs> so it's
0: like Alan Moore's slight dig at usual storytelling or, yeah, of yeah, like yeah. you know like how the evil guys like take the time to explain their plans <laughs> to that. I, I love that detail like I pulled the I pressed the button like 5 like 30 minutes ago like, yeah
3: I'm and angry. then um lastly is just um about all the other hints so um, smiley faces yes. are plastered all around really subtle smiley it's face the with a blood symbol, right? with a blood dripping on it yeah. but I really and love then, the movie huh? like yeah. when yeah. they first showed the smiley yeah. and the, the blood, blood. Yeah. oh ag- my god and again Perfect. it's another um, what do you call that it's a what? symbol
2: <laughs>
3: so it's another like symbolism also like nostalgia which is the, the, per- perfume yeah, the perfume or cologne by Ozymandias. Adrian Vibe yeah. and again it's it's about time yeah it's yeah, about time. time again yeah. so every time there's nostalgia also you feel like there's a, a flashback coming so there's yeah. so many flashbacks yeah. so yeah i love those um little easter eggs like that yeah. so
0: yeah all right so maybe we can talk about the characters because this book despite it's very complex plot despite it's very complex story it's also so very character-heavy. It's character yeah. <laughs> it's very yeah. character-heavy. Yeah, so maybe we, can talk too, maybe we can talk about Rorschach because one of my favorite scenes... I think Rorschach is who we're introduced to right away in the book. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, there's the fight scene with Comedian and White, but Rorschach is there from start to end consistently. Mm-hmm. Like, he's our narrator. Do you like him better than
1: Walter? Walter Kovacs? Walter, ba? Walter Kovacs? Yeah, Walter
0: Kovacs is his real...
1: Do you like him better than Walter
0: I think I like that scene where he says, "That day was the day I stopped being Walter Kovacs and I and yeah. I became Rorschach." And I, it's not Rorschach is a very unlikable guy. Like he's very really,
1: I like him lagi. Really, yeah. He's very
0: black and white. Yes, yeah. It's written
2: here. He's very mean, black, and
0: white. He's
1: very, gray, black yeah. and white. Yeah. Um, but conservative. <laughs> like.
0: He represents that kind of guy. Like you're either you're wrong or you're right. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's like uh, there's and he has this quote. uh, but why does one death matter against so many? Uh, because there is good and there is evil, and evil must be punished. I will yeah. not compromise in this, not even in the face of Armageddon. Yeah, yeah like, uh, like the, it's, the, it's very, very representative reali- of who he is already.
3: It's very it reflects religion in a way because mm. um,
0: it's either you accept yeah. it as truth or not. Yeah,
3: or not, because yeah. that's always what we were taught. Like yeah. when I was in the Born Again Christian Church, yeah. Like, yeah. There's no gray area, mm. yeah. like you know, lying is equal to killing someone. Like it's <laughs> yeah. very, very black and white. Yeah, yeah. so it's it, And it's, he
0: also typecasts people a lot. Yes, like uh, there's his line where he says, "Ah." Uh, and all the whores and politicians will look up and shout, save us. And I'll look down and whisper, no. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like, They're uh, so
1: nice, no, his um, he, his face in the movie. Like, yeah. It would change, change the yeah, black so things. Yeah, so it's like, uh,
0: <sighs> in the book, it was explained. It's like uh, this special fabric. yeah special cloth. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It
1: would change. And also, uh, Walter Kovacs.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> he looks like Chucky. <laughs> like, have you seen red like, hair in the movie, he does, but, in he does, the movie freckles? He, yeah, yeah. he was so yeah. scary, huh? Like was. I was yeah. like, okay, this is a scary character because yeah. like in the book he looks very um like like nerdy. I, he looks yeah, nerdy but like in the in, book, more mas naluoy ko, like yeah, yeah. I. Yeah, weakling. I think he same, really yeah, with him more. Yeah, I, yeah, but in the movie, I was like, oh my God, this is a scary guy. Yeah,
0: no. I, I I saw... I saw. Uh,
1: I love how we're not even saying our favorites, but we're just d- dissecting each no, character. Yeah, I mean,
0: that's really <laughs> the kind of conversation that you need to have. Yeah. I saw this post on social media about like, it featured characters like Rorschach, um, Tyler Durden from Fight Club. It featured... Um, I think the Joker was also there. And yeah. then like... I think the the, the caption was like, if you idolize these people, then you missed the point of the story. (laughs) 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 Which which is kind of like, I think it's it's like, again, he's like a very polarizing character because you have to admire he's very principled. Yeah. Right? Like he'll stick to his principles no matter what. But are his principles (laughs) good? Yeah, (laughs) Right? (laughs) Um, So that's part of the complexity that Watchmen brings. Um, I think out of all the characters... I think Dan might still be the most boring.
3: I wanna talk about Dan next. Okay. Let's talk yeah, about the Dan. The night owl. So and Dan's actually my favorite character. <laughs> <So
0: bad. laughs> oh my god. Okay, so okay, go ahead, go ahead. um
3: it's funny how you said boring a couple of times describing him because yeah. I feel like I resonate with Dan the most. Uh-huh. I do find myself I, I no, I don't find myself boring. I do <laughs> feel like If you break me down into like what you see on paper, I am kinda boring. And I'm gonna
1: intellectual, usually boring.
3: Boring. Yeah, no, like And also because I think Dan was the most empathetic.
2: He was. Yeah, he was. was. And I always
3: tell Jet I'm all about empathy. Like I love. That's why I couldn't. (laughs) Even though Rorschach I sympathize with Rorschach, I can't relate to, to him because yes. I always want, I always see the, gray. the, the gray um, area. both sides. Yeah. Like, I always try to, like, when someone does something bad to me, I'm always like, okay, like, maybe they're having a bad day or maybe like, yeah. you know, it's just like, it's mm. their past or, you know, their Things like who hurt you, so yeah. <laughs> how hurt them. Like, I'm always that type of person. So, oh my I God, feel opposite like, Kiko to her yeah. favorite character, <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, us yeah. both, actually, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that actually, that's actually the reason why I compliment. Well, yeah. with Jet and he's my fiance, because yeah, because favorite I am a character. doctor Manhattan. yes,
0: and I think That's Mariana is also yeah. a doctor Manhattan,
3: and I feel bad for actually saying that, because yeah. you know, like he's so inhumane or like,
1: yeah, yeah. So I no, love he's it. objective objective, yes, more yes,
0: than yes. anything else he's objective.
1: I don't know. I'm gonna get canceled if I say this, but
0: <laughs> go, go ahead.
1: like I love helping people. like I really love to help because I'm so malulu'm oh, may English maluluy- I'm pathetic. Em- empathetic but at the same time I really hate people like I really get annoyed with people right yeah. away like I couldn't care less like yeah. like just like John you know like he's like I don't have feelings I forgot which chapter that was but at, I, I believe he discussed something like I, I don't have feelings for these people Yeah. so you can't you know, when Lori right. was like begging him right, right. to right. Like help, help. help her. and then he's like yeah, but I can't. I don't have yeah. feelings. Like, there's nothing
0: yeah. for me there. You were my only remaining link to human. Huma- yeah. yeah. And then and then she bailed, so like he, he bailed. But yeah, I mean.
1: And that's why I love. Yeah. John.
0: He has a quote also like, "I'm tired of this earth and its people." Yeah. And like, something like that, and then he—that's he, when he goes to Mars. I I I like. The whole character development of Dr. Manhattan from, yeah, even from being John, like from being that guy who wanted to just, you know, do research, be a scientist. Um, he, he want, I was not actually, he wanted to be a watchmaker like his dad, yeah. but his dad told him to, you know, pursue something safer, quote unquote, safer, yeah, for his career, but he, it ended up killing him, like, quote unquote, killing him. Um, yeah, I, but the reason why I love Dr. Manhattan so much is this is because he's able to force people to elevate their thinking yeah. like he doesn't he's never going to stoop down to someone else's thinking, thinking yeah because he knows that <laughs> he has an a more sophisticated uh level of thinking
1: he's super he's like dubbed us a god yeah. right yeah
0: um the god exists and yeah, he he's is american, american. yeah oh. <laughs> that's the line um and then i don't know it's i, I don't I I don't want, don't get me wrong, listeners. I don't see myself as the all-knowing God of the I'm not Hello. Dr. Manhattan. But I admire that. <laughs> yeah. That part of him that says, No, um, I understand that you have your perspective, but I also have mine, and it's not my job to stoop down to yours. To yours.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: Exactly. I feel like Dr. Manhattan's my second yeah. favorite character. Yeah. But the thing that I can't resonate with him is that. Um, he doesn't care as much. Because he's always naked. Because he's an <laughs> Aquarius. <laughs> he's always naked. Yeah. yeah. So he's violating me now. I'm just yeah. kidding. But yeah, <laughs> he doesn't care as much. And I feel like that's why I chose Dan. Because I'm the type of person who, even though I really don't want to help you, even though I really don't want to do this task, but I yeah. know like I should. Yeah. And that um, I care too much about it. I will do it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why. Do you know who I think
0: <laughs> one of the most complex characters is? Is the comedian. Yes. I think he's I agree. very difficult to. He's so
3: bleak. He's.
1: I found him so bad. Yeah. No. <laughs> he's yeah, he's, he's a shocked.
0: morally reprehensible person. But yeah. It's he's so yeah. It's so hard to figure out where his motivations are coming from. But
3: even Doctor Manhattan said that, right? Yeah. And he says that. Whenever he meets people, he already knows already like, like yeah. what you're all about, what yeah. your motivations are. But he couldn't read the comedian. Yeah,
0: and and, uh, I think it's he's he's almost like uh, he's like the inspiration for the modern day Joker that we have, you know, yeah. in Batman. Like what the Joker has become in the Batman world. Like in the past, They're very jo- similar. The Joker used to be just like a clown yeah. figure, clown villain. But then suddenly, especially after you know Alan Moore wrote *The Killing Joke*, and then after um, Christopher Nolan gr- created the Dark Knight trilogy, and then um, Joaquin Phoenix starred as the Joker. Also, they added, they made the, they turned the character something more complex in the sense that he became. The world got too much for him, to the point where he, he decided insane. to become insane. Yeah. Like it was a choice. Yeah. He yeah. chose to become. A parody of the world yeah. because of what it did to him, and that, yeah. I think the comedian is the original character who did who embodies so that first philosophy. Before the Joker, well, that version of the Joker, uh, yeah. like the Joker has been around for a long time, yeah. but again in yeah. the past he's always just been like a jokester. A jo- yeah, but yeah. Uh, it was our comedian who originated that whole philosophy of like the world is terrible. So yeah. I'll just choose to make a joke of it. Yeah. So it can It can never beat me. Yeah. It can never have a power over me. And
3: that's why he broke because yeah. he, he was faced with a situation that was so much more crazier than he yeah. ever thought possible. Yeah. That he broke. Yeah. And yeah. he was. Yeah. And he
0: crushed crying. He, and he cried that. to Moloch. I mean, yeah. he's. Yeah, he's he's a terrible human being, <laughs> but um, he's so complex. Yeah,
3: like he, the one he killed the Vietnamese
1: girl. The Vietnamese girl. girl.
0: Did you see, did you get to that part in the movie? That
1: was crazy. Yeah, 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 oh yeah. yeah. I, I saw that, and then he was like blaming pa. Yeah. John.
0: Yeah. Like, why did you? <laughs> you could have stopped it. Yeah. You okay. It, yeah.
3: Um, maybe we can talk about all Wait, Man. maybe hold on. Yeah, I wanna oh, okay. like
0: maybe let's talk about that scene further because oh, okay. yeah, there's there are actually multiple, there are many times in the book where John hints at his impartiality he hints at his, at the fact that he doesn't want to involve himself so that yeah that scene in particular with the Vietnamese girl like, he yeah, could have saved her he could have saved her but he but didn't he
1: couldn't care less
0: um, if, you, if you also to pay close attention to the language like remember when L- Rorschach first arrived he ambushed them to in en- Laurie and John to tell them like you know there's somebody who's killing masks that first scene where we're introduced to John and Lori in the lab yeah Yes. And then Lori's getting really mad at Rorschach because, you know, he smells bad and like and all of that. And he's not supposed to be there. Stress
3: passing. Yeah,
0: stress <laughs> passing. And then John says, very subtle the way Alan Moore wrote this, but he says, he asks Lori, are you upset? And then he, he turns to Rorschach and he says, it seems like you're upsetting Lori. Th- that's the word he uses. It seems like you're upsetting Lori. So if sure. he's observing. That Laurie is upset based on yeah. contextual clues, but he can't know for sure because he does not have empathy. Because yeah. he he is yeah. impartial from the situation. It's like it's word choices like that, very subtle, but it's very indicative yeah. of who he is. And then once you read the book again, you'll notice it's always like that. He never he never asserts uh, yeah, emotions. Truth, it's yeah. all observations. That's and why he sounds robotic yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Like I, he was programmed to say those brilliant, things. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay, that, okay what now what gonna say?
3: Maybe we can talk about Ozymandias or Adrian Byat. So
0: Oh yeah, he's he's also a character.
3: Yeah, like for me, he's like uh like he wants utopia, right? He's a, like idealist. he's, like he's
0: the idealist, idealist. like yeah.
3: more communism.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Also, almost like uh like a, we're going to achieve left. utopia at whatever cost. Whatever cost. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it takes. Whatever yeah. means so possible. That's
3: why I don't know. That's why that's also why I didn't really like him, also, and that's why it o- when he's in when he's talking or stuff like that, it always presents a moral dilemma, yeah, because it sounds like he's saying something that's good, like yeah. it's something that we all want, yeah, but it's always at the expense of something else,
0: yeah. So, see, Adrian he idolizes uh, Ramses, yeah, uh, otherwise the known as uh, Ozymandias, otherwise known as so, um, yeah, so he was actually responsible for the. I'm talking about Ramses. So he was responsible for the advancement of human civilization. So yeah. he was responsible for groundbreaking research in science, philosophy, literature, and all of that. Um, he oversaw that development in that era of human civilization, and I think that's um what Ozymandias tried to. The, what Ozymandias, the Watchman character Adrian White, wanted to. He wanted to replicate that. He wanted to leave a legacy. That would usher people into a higher state of existence, and I don't know if bo- either of you are familiar with the Ozymandias poem by Percy B. Shelley. Um, From I know, I, Bad. yeah, I know you're. Yeah, it's also a reference in Breaking Bad. Um, anyway, towards the end of the poem, there's the the line it says, um, "And on the pedestal, these words appear: My name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Look on my works, ye mighty, and despair." But nothing beside remains around the decay of that colossal wreck, boundless and bare, the lone and level sands stretch far away. So the poem is, a, is a metaphor for um, this colossal statue of Ozymandias, of Ramses, and it's broken in half. His head yeah. is on the floor, it's on the sand. And there on the pedestal it's written, look on my works, ye mighty and despair. So he's bragging to all of the mightiest people in the world. He's telling them, yeah, you're, you might be mighty, but look what I've done. Look what I've created. And but the irony is the lone and level s- sand stretch far away. There's nothing there. It's all sand. It's just a broken statue in the middle of the desert. And it speaks of no matter how great you might be for your time, everything that you create is eventually going to disappear. It's eventually going to be deemed irrelevant. And I think Adrian White, the fact that Adrian White missed that point is really it's really cool. Um, the way that the character is written he's so self-righteous how he idolizes someone yeah.
3: so much but he he, missed the, he point. missed the point
0: yeah. um, which is again like uh, again another metaphor in the Black Freighter thing he missed the point he missed the point of um, what he the, the point was he was trying to protect his family but he missed it by being the person who destroyed his family yeah. in the long run like uh, Byte wanted to achieve peace but at what cost? Yeah at, at the death of billions and I don't know like uh it and I love that Byte's character in particular gets explored even further in the series, in the HBO series. Um, it, so that I really recommend that
3: because I think he's the only one
0: alive. Alive. Yeah, he's died. the only one still or alive. Yeah. Active. I, or yeah.
3: Teaching. Or
0: yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: Last character. Sally. Silk Spectre. Yeah. So it's there are two Sally. of them. Yeah, the mom the and, mom the, and daughter. the daughter. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know <laughs> if I find Dan boring. Um, I find Sally. Just as boring. Yeah, I think Sally for
3: me like she's just there, and she's the only female character, which makes me sad because a Lori. I mean, yeah, I mean the the spectres is the yeah,
1: only
0: yeah. female. Yeah. But I think this is the thing with Alan Moore. I don't think he's very good at writing women characters. Because mm.
3: yeah, like
1: all women here are objectified and Sef- 90% of them are prostitutes. Yeah. So, so <laughs> the the
0: silhouette was murdered for being a lesbian. Yeah, for being a lesbian. Um, so it's so But hard it's to also pick up.
3: indicative of that period this yeah, was written. Yeah. That's also true. The setting. Because at that time like, no that's when like people. feminism <laughs> was starting to, yeah. to yeah. emerge.
0: Yeah. Um, the movement. But I think sally also represents like the kind of person who's trying to figure out how she fits into everything mm. like she she doesn't have an identity of her own because her mom groomed her to be to and yes you'll expect her and then after that the government hires her to be what john's sex toy <laughs> essentially and so after yeah. when once once she says she's tired of that she's She's trying to explore who she is. And like yeah. she finds Dan and mm. Dan's yeah, like also that. trying to figure I out like who them he both is. together. Yeah. And uh I mean that whole dynamic between the two of them, it yeah, it adds a lot of uh layers to the story. They're not as extreme. Yeah. They're the median that's they're the median <laughs> characters of the of the story. Maybe that's why they're they're perceived as boring. Yeah. Because they're maybe. the they're the gray, they they fall within the gray area. Yeah. I love the twist. Did you see the twist coming?
1: Which one? The, the ending?
0: Com- the comedian is her dad. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 f- I actually Wait. don't.
0: I actually don't... I don't remember if I saw it coming. That's why I'm asking you because it's still fresh with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, what did you think of that twist? Well, uh, no impact.
3: It, uh, I think it. <laughs> it presents again another very complicated. Yeah, because um, I thought the girl was part raped. Of the story the yeah was raped, and then attempted, rape, attempted rape. rape, and then they still ended up romantically go, involved. Involved yeah. after, yeah. like yeah. It, it wasn't shown anymore; it was implied. But again, let, that shows again how complex. People are. And that's actually why John realized, right? The the, miracles miracles exist because your mom should hate your dad.
0: But he but they made you. Yeah. Yeah. That whole so specific a form. uh, That yeah. Distill life in so specific a form. Oh my god, I can't believe these lines. They're 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 just stuck in my mind. (laughs) Um, Same. Yeah, so I think the, I, 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 I think i've exhausted all the moments i'm sure i'm still missed i'm probably gonna read Watchmen again <laughs> like I, next I think year. i might
1: reread it yeah you should like it even more yeah
0: or yeah um I, I, I if you're if you're reading Watchmen for the first time yeah don't expect to get the same kind of appreciation that i have for it now because it took yeah. me multiple readings also um and that's why I was like am I book.
2: dumb why do I no, 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 no. like this it's really designed <laughs> to be I mean the author <laughs> yeah. himself
0: said it's designed for multiple readings
3: and it's yeah. designed for sub, like you need further research research, research for yeah. it yeah. Yeah. yeah like you need to geek out yeah over yeah. it yeah. like yeah. to fully appreciate it but yeah. I feel like me personally I enjoyed it my first read yeah and then it was shortly it was followed shortly after uh, uh, shortly after I watched the movie so yeah. it, and then that intro again. Watch that intro.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, are, are you talking about the fight scene intro or the montage? No, the, the, in, the montage. The montage intro. Yeah, because okay. it's so,
3: like, I can't remember really. It's like mo- some of the scenes there. GFK they're dying. famous. They're yeah. famous events ha- that happen happened, in, in yeah. and the I world. Like how they're, like, intertwined. Neil Armstrong yeah. on the moon. The flower. Yeah, la, 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 yeah, The yeah, hippie yeah. girl. And then. Yeah. Um oh, yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah. They altered history. And then the sailor kissing, it, it, was, it was in the movie it, it was, was the silhouette. lesbian yeah. and uh, I forgot the, about it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it also makes you me personally, I researched some of the photos. I had and what to I had really to explain happened.
0: to you the reference of the yes, flower yeah. and the gun right? I had to I mean, explain that to you. I,
3: it's a familiar photo. Yeah. It's a familiar photo, but like you, and also Batman was referenced also. Like yeah. his parents never dying. Yeah. And him never being batman i
2: guess yeah yeah
0: yeah
3: ah, very yeah. interesting
0: um yeah so
1: if i were to pick Ma, a yeah. toy like uh an action figure uh-huh. i would even if i don't like him i would pick ozymandias because he had a cool cat Like <laughs> you know that, that yes. toy would come <laughs> would with a killed? big cat which
2: killed
1: yeah i know yeah. that's why
0: yeah man <laughs> nah, but well, yeah i would yeah. i
1: would probably pick
0: him oh it's already this is one scene Do you remember how like they, the, all the Watchmen They were Rorschach and Dan they were like talking about there's rumors that Ozymandias can catch a bullet <laughs> Yeah,
2: and, and then did. Dan was like
0: oh do you think that's really true and they're, like, they were like I don't know we'll find out and then he actually did it when Laurie <laughs> shot him and I was that was really cool I, ha- I probably haven't done this book justice to all my fellow Watchmen fans out there I'm sorry this book is just way too complex I think it's going to yeah. require multiple episodes.
3: And <laughs> also, episodes, yeah. uh, lastly, we, because we kept talking about how it doesn't feel like a superhero, it doesn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think it's because only one of them are actually a su- is actually a super, which is Doctor Manhattan. Yeah. right? All the rest are just
0: regular people. Uh,
3: yeah. They're vigilantes, so they're just. The it was like compared to Superman. Superman. Yeah. Because yeah. even Ozzy Manias, he does is not a super. He's just
1: smart.
2: Really smart and really strong. Yeah.
1: yeah. But it's also like not. Appropriate to dub them as villains, like this is a villain it's, story because yeah. they're not, they're, they're not really it, villains, they're, they're just vigi- vigilantes. You don't even get, that. I mean,
0: like, what yeah. Dr. Manhattan's the only one who has a real origin story, like, we don't really yeah. get the Rochelle origin story. Kind of, I mean, yeah, I think. yeah, I guess yeah. Rorschach also. like,
3: what who hurt you, yeah, That's but who like. <laughs> The mom,
1: yeah. yeah, his history, and the two boys. My God, I felt yeah. so happy when he did what he did to those two boys. My God, the police, the, the, the bullies? Yeah, so I, I, loved, I, loved love, I love
0: Rorschach in the prison. Rorschach in the prison yes! was really so cool. Okay. You, I'm so not locked in here with you. Box. You're locked in here with me. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that. God. Oh man, really? I Brilliant. love him too. Yeah.
1: He's like my second favorite. Yeah. The problematic.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, like. There's so many, again, so, there's so many, so many things to discuss about the book. Like we haven't even talked about the the comic book guy, the guy who sells newspapers. Yeah, and the right? kid the who kid. kept re- re- reading yeah. it. And then he's like, he's always like, you know, I'm really well informed, you know, I sell newspapers and stuff like that. And then like he, he has all of these at the start of the book, he has so many opinions about the Cold War and like nuclear yeah. war and like the tensions between the United States and Russia. And then towards the end of the book, he just becomes like, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. yeah. I don't care. And then he dies. He dies with everyone. And like I don't know, it's character development. Even the minor characters have character the mom, development. Yeah.
3: The old night owl. The
0: like Hollis Mason, the old yeah. night owl. Yeah. Then um Sally has her Sally. thing going on and then the psychologist, as we've mentioned, he and has his wife. own thing with his wife. And like there's these like gangs also who gangs. Went, who king who oh killed Maul Hollis. Hate them.
2: I, but really, like, I, I, I was really the, sad when Hollis died. died. <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean yeah. like I, I found that more of a even if it was not a plot twist, Yeah. like I found that more of a plot twist than you were um, shocked. I was really yeah. shocked. Like, I was gasping like, yeah, the was whole like, oh time they God, were beating this him. This happened like yeah. that, but more than it was so
0: touching the way they depicted it in the movie. Like more than the book, huh? because like I have to they they watch transformed because he's, he's old, right? And he's punching the yeah. guys because he's trying oh, to defend yeah. himself. And then they transformed him into his old self. Like he's the night owl in the costume and all yeah. of that. Like it looked oh, really cool.
3: Oh yeah, my heart. Yeah, it was really good. that was
0: really good um, for him. I don't know. I can't stop myself. I have to. If stop he was his younger self,
3: Watchmen. like he could have saved himself. Yeah. I think.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I have to oh. reach that part. Yeah. So you, maybe we can go into our final thoughts. I don't yeah.
3: have any final thoughts, by the way.
1: Because I, think I, we've I yeah, about like, everything. I mean,
0: yeah. We've
3: exhausted. Final thoughts. Long. I love it. I
0: love. I love. It. I, lo- I. Okay. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> I can just round it up. Um, it's it's Watchmen is, it's it might not be for everyone, but for those who it's for, you're gonna love it. Like you're gonna love it more than anything else you've ever read. And so
1: read it twice, guys. Read it twice. Read it
0: twice, <laughs> thrice, four times, as many times as needed. Because every time you read it, like you get to a better better appreciation for newer things. Because it's a lot. It's it's a <laughs> lot. It's too much to take in for one reading. You're gonna miss a few details. You're gonna miss a few uh, you know, well written words or well written dialogue or like a few art drawings here or there. And uh it it just it's like Oh my god, this is so cliche. It's like wine; it ages. It you know it 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 ages well over time. I can
1: relate because like my comments aged. Yeah. Through me not liking it to like okay lang,
2: (laughs) (laughs) like the first
1: part of the pod, I'm like I don't really like it. Like now I'm gushing over the character. So yeah, yeah. I think it grows on you.
0: Yeah, especially if you're like a character-oriented reader. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Watch the movie. Uh, If you like the book. Um, watch the movie develop your own opinions it's very polarized within the community however I think the series is very well received Um, yeah uh, I want to do a V for Vendetta episode in the future if (laughs) Mariana's open to it
2: maybe (laughs) or or yeah
0: Or, or The Killing Joke it's also a good Very graphic short. novel. Another Alan Moore graphic novel um, where we can explore the Joker character. But uh, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe I can convince. I'll have to talk to Mariana behind the scenes with this one. Maybe but V
1: for Vendetta first.
0: V for Vendetta, yeah. V for yeah. Vendetta is good. Um, yeah, so if you guys have any recommendations, like if you, if we're going to make a post about Watchmen in our Instagram and we would love to hear your opinions on how you, like your analysis, your yeah, perception your on the book,
1: favorite, favorite characters, scenes. all of that.
0: You can also email us or whatever. You know, we'd love to talk to you. Yeah. We'd engage We're with you. We're
3: always talking. Yeah, Charm,
0: thank you so much for joining us for yeah. this episode. <laughs> thank
3: you so much for having me. Yeah, I told that I was so nervous. So yeah, Charm was so nervous. For <laughs> this I was uh, so nervous because I have high respects for this for book Watchmen. and I didn't want to yeah. like Same. disappoint Same. fans or like...
0: Oh yeah. my God, the, fan, the Watchmen fandom is... It's, yes. c- it's very they're very vocal <laughs> jesus christ they're yeah. gonna grill me oh uh, yeah so tr- do you have anything you want to plug right now uh charm before we leave, before we conclude the podcast
3: yeah so if you guys want to watch other types of content namely finance or adulting you can check me out on youtube that's charm the leon yeah and yeah thank very you so much educational guys
0: we will, <laughs> we'll link educational. It, uh, in the show, show notes, notes yeah. um she also has a planner Yes,
3: so so I also wrote a book. It's of course nonfiction, but I talk about like the six steps to personal finance. It's also a planner, so it's something that it's an interactive book. It can um, grow old with you and go go through with uh, go through your financial journey with you. So it's available on Shopee. Just search "Let's Adult Book and Planner." Yeah. So
0: we'll also link that in the show notes. Um, The cool thing about this planner, I have to say, it's undated. So, yes. a lot yes. of the problem with planners, it's like you always have to start it at January, January. Yeah. to make and the most And you don't even
3: have to, like, religiously use it every week. Yeah. I know there are some times, like, we don't use it for a week and we feel bad for those pages So, we, don't, pages we just abandon
0: ways. it yeah. altogether. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Let me see it.
0: Later. All right. Yeah. So, um, thank you, Char. Maybe she can join us for a f- for a few more episodes in the future. Yes, if, definitely. If she reads more books, I'll have to yes, get on I her Yes, I have case. to read
3: more fiction. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So that's about it for se- episode. Thank what is you this? for I don't listening. even know episode seventeen. I think this is episode seventeen of Fiction Friends, um, or episode eighteen. I'm not sure. Um, but we will be doing one more full review to conclude this season. Or season two. It will yes. be. Uh, should we say? Yeah. Okay. It's O- yeah,
1: obviously, just
0: that. Yeah, it's To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper classic. Lee. So, we're ending with a classic. We're ending the season with Classy-ish. a classic. And huh? that also means we're gearing up for season three and we need suggestions and books to review. So, please, yes,
2: uh definitely. send us
0: messages, so comments, guests. Yeah, and also guests. Yes, you tag want- your favorite yes. podcaster slash book reviewer slash whatever, and we'll try to get in touch with them. We want more guests on the next season uh yeah but that's about it for this review of watchmen by alan moore uh, yeah. yeah i Mariela? have a guest in mind so oh you do later. all right we'll talk later all right all so right. thank you everyone uh, thank we thank you, you guys. for listening and well, no, we hope to have you around again Bye. Bye-bye.
2: bye bye